Welcome to the Doubles Only Tennis Podcast, where you learn the best doubles strategies to improve your game and win more matches. I'm your host, Will Bocek. This podcast, my website, and my weekly newsletter all focus on the goal of better understanding the sport of doubles and helping players like you improve faster through actionable advice that you can use in your very next match. My goal is to provide the best doubles strategy resources in the world. And to do that, I study, analyze, and work with players at every level of the game, all the way up to the ATP and WTA tours. If you enjoy this podcast, I've created double strategy products that go even deeper if you want to take your doubles knowledge to the next level. At the end of this episode, I'll explain more about them, or if you want to learn more now, go to thetennistribe.com slash products. Here's today's episode. In this conversation, I talk with the number 34 and number 32 WTA doubles players, Aaron Routliff and Aldila Suciati. They went on to win the ATX Open, and this conversation is after their first round victory. So they went on to um, take home the trophy there in Austin. Uh, And I talked to them about their first round victory in this conversation. I asked them specific questions about different points in the match. Uh, and I, I think you'll be able to take away some uh, strategy tips and uh, some really good insights that you can implement into your own match. They also uh, stayed on the court to practice after their round one victory. So I asked them about that, how they decided to do that, what they were working on specifically. Uh, and then they also talk about partner energy and team chemistry. So I noticed on the court Uh, they would always smile after they missed an easy shot and they would turn to their partner. They would smile at each other. And I asked them uh, why that works so well for them. Is it something that they talked about before the match um, or before the tournament versus um, it's just a natural thing that came up uh, and they have some really interesting answers there. So uh, this is a short conversation, but a very fun one and very insightful one um, with some tips that I think you'll be able to implement on the court yourself. So Without further delay, enjoy this conversation with Aaron Ratliff and Aldila Suciati. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Today we are sitting down with Aaron Ratliff and Aldila Suciati. Did I I get that right? Yes. I did. All right. Awesome. Um, So they are playing their second round match here tonight at the ATX Open. Uh, How has Austin been this week for you all so far? Um, yeah, it's been really good. Um, no, I've never been to Austin, the city, so it's been really nice to, you know, explore a little bit. Um, the tournament has also been amazing. They've taken really, really nice care of us. The hotel is great. Lots of fans, which I think we both love mm-hmm. and is something that um, we don't get, I think, at a lot of tournaments, maybe more yeah. in the U.S., for especially for doubles. But mm-hmm. um, here it's been really, really good crowds. So that's been really good. Um, so far, it's been a really good experience. Yeah, it's my second time here in Austin. Okay. Um, I played here last year, but at a UT. Okay. And um, it's been a really good tournament so far, and this is their first year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's been uh, very great for the players because they have a lot of events going on for us, mm-hmm. like at night. And um, we actually um, surprised that there are a lot of people coming to watch us even mm-hmm. when we're playing um during the day se- uh, session because yeah. usually people start coming like more towards the night session but there are a lot mm-hmm. of people watching us yesterday yeah 
Yeah, the crowds um, for doubles have been fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like it's been really encouraging to see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, When you were saying, uh, especially in the U.S., did you mean the doubles crowds are typically better in the U.S. or? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's like correct or just like what I the perspective I I have in my mind. I think it's true. Yeah, Yeah, because I think maybe Americans play more doubles, so they want to watch like what they're playing. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Um, So yesterday, y'all won. Six two six one, and I don't know how long the match was exactly, but you immediately stayed on the court and practiced. Mm-hmm. Talk about um, why you did that. When do you choose to do that? And then also, what did you work on yesterday after the match? Um, I think it just depends on like how we're feeling. Um, you know, if the match is tiring, then maybe we wouldn't have, or like, it's definitely tiring, but a little more longer. Yeah. Yeah, Longer. Yeah. Um, I, I like practicing like right after just some specific things that I feel like I could have done a little bit better during the match. Cause then I feel like immediately, you know, I know exactly what I want to work on and then I'll work on it and feel better. Mm -hmm. Um, and the court was free, (laughs) which sometimes it isn't. So that's Uh, nice. Yeah. Right. Um, yesterday, we just did a deal served and I hit returns because I feel like my return could have been a little bit more consistent, but that's literally it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> a deal. Oh. Um, yeah. Usually it depends on the match, like the duration also. Okay. And I feel like it depends on how we feel after the match. Like, is there something that we need to work on? Like, because yesterday, like I told Aaron, like, um, I feel good. Like there's, um, Okay. Nothing that I want to work. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. she, she was ready to go. So Aaron, yeah. you know, so Aaron kept you around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just that day that you just feel so good. And then you're like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm actually good. Like, so I'm just helping her. Like, if there's anything that she wants to do, then. Yeah. Because she would do the same for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was a few points. Um, there's some really good points in the match. And one of them in particular uh, Aaron, you were at the net and Adila, you were at the baseline running back and forth oh, yeah, and taking, cool. taking all these, uh, lobs that were coming over Aaron's head and then switch, switch, switch. Um, some of those lobs you took on the rise, some of them you let bounce and come down. How do you decide to either take it on the rise or to play it a little more defensively and like buy yourself more time? I think it depends on my position as well. Okay. And also like depends on um, if they hit like a um, offensive flop or a defensive flop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but typically I do like to take the ball early. Yeah. So I tried, if I can get that early, then I try to hit it like on the rise mm-hmm. most of the times. But um, sometimes like if I'm a little bit late, then it's better to wait and okay. then take it like step back and then hit it. Mm-hmm. Because then like I still have time to like hit a good ball because if I try to force it and then I ended up giving them um, easy balls, then Mm -hmm. it doesn't um, do well for my partner also. Right. That makes sense. Um, So there were several points during the match. Obviously y'all won two and one, so not that many, but where you would miss a return or miss an easy volley. And I saw you both would turn to each other and just kind of smile and laugh about it. (laughs) Is that something that was a result of y'all were winning, so you felt good, or is that something you always do? And, and where does that come from? Um, rather than get frustrated, you kind of smile and just laugh about it and shake it off. 
Yeah, I think it depends on like the partner you're playing with and kind of the energy you guys have together. Okay. Ours, um, we haven't played together for a couple of years, but it's kind of always been more like free and like happy, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. We both play better when we're, you know, swinging free and smiling and having a good time. Okay. Um, even as long as obviously we keep like the focus, which I think we both we do a pretty good job of keeping each other focused, but also still enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think most because most of the ones that we missed yesterday, like it was definitely like the right shot to go for. Right. And it was like the execution was a bit off. But I think that we we're just like trying to give each other positive affirmation and be like, hey, like, yeah. don't not go for that shot again. You know, do it the next time and you'll yeah. get it. So don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, you'll make it like yeah. eight out of ten times. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Like, the, the miss is not a problem. Okay. Is that something you'll talk about uh, like before the tournament as far as? We like this is what you need if you miss an easy shot. This is what I need if I miss an easy shot. Or is it just something you kind of naturally have that chemistry? I think it depends. Um, for us, it's pretty natural. I think we kind of know what each other needs, and mm-hmm. um, that is one of the reasons why I think we like playing together. I think, but there's been like some people I've played with where they don't really kind of know. So we will have like a conversation like that, like, "Hey, if okay. I'm whatever getting mad, this is what I like, and all that stuff." Got but it. it's I think it just is different because y'all played together a bit before in 2021 i think yeah or, i don't know was that the last time we played together when yeah, i was in my research together. that's what i found but yeah bonita uh, bay i think was that was the last no time. it was somewhere oh yeah in the I, hard court in the chicago chicago yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. that's what i saw yeah exactly yeah yes okay um so you also won several deciding points which is a big factor at the non-grand slams uh what was your strategy for the deciding points as far as like choosing who to return? I think it also depends on the match, like mm-hmm. how we feel on our returns at that time. Um, so that's like how we decide like if, or also during that game, like if I'm returning well or Aaron's returning well, then we try to pick the one that returns very well during that game. Okay. But um, yesterday, like I feel pretty confident on taking like the deuce points. That's why like mm-hmm. uh, whenever during the deuce points, um. We always say, okay, I'll take it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes if I don't feel confident, then I'll ask Aaron, can you take the deuce points? So it just depends on the game or the match. Okay, got it. Um, and then y'all didn't play this week till Wednesday. What did it, does it look like in a tournament like that where um, you have Monday, Tuesday off, and there's just a lot of buildup? Is there something that changes in terms of your, your schedule and your practice time? And things you're working on? Um, no, I think it's all the same because we have to be ready to play Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday every single week. So we right. kind of like plan our practice schedule based on that. So on Sunday, like we'll do it so that we're ready to play on Monday and mm-hmm. then same thing on Monday and then on Tuesday again. Okay. So I don't think it changes really anything. It's just like more days. I guess if you play earlier, you have more days off between matches. Um, so in the next round, supposed to be tonight, depending on a tornado that, <laughs> yeah. that might hit uh, Austin, um, you're playing a team uh, that still is playing at the University of Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine y'all haven't played them before. No. Uh, how does that change your preparation when you're playing a team that you really don't know a lot about? There's probably not a ton of film on them. Yeah. Um, how does that change your preparation? Um. I think we always try to focus on our game 
before we worry about the other team. Obviously, when we play a lot of the same teams every single week, yeah. we can watch film and see what their favorite plays are and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never seen these people, the girls play today. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess we'll just kind of be even more focused on ourselves and a couple games in, like just over communicate with each other on what we think they like and what they don't like. Okay. And yeah, I think that's probably our plan. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Like we just try to play um, the way we want to play, like our strategies, and mm-hmm. then we'll just see how it goes. If it works, then we just keep continue. But if not, then we'll try to adjust and see what we can do differently. Right. Cool. Well, that's all the questions I have. Thank you all for joining me and uh, good luck in your match either this evening or tomorrow. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Doubles Only Podcast. If you're interested in diving deeper into any topics I discuss, I've created double strategy products that allow me to bring you more podcasts and other doubles content without relying on paid ads. I have ebooks and courses that help you make better strategic decisions during matches and become the smartest player on the court. Go to thetennistribe.com slash products to learn more. You can also join my free weekly double strategy newsletter that includes video lessons and more on our homepage. If you want to connect, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or email me directly, will at thetennistribe.com.